This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right. As you just heard, another major cancellation. Suri Vaisanki saying they made the very difficult decision to cancel the upcoming event in late April, saying simply they couldn't go ahead with it because of concerns over the spread of COVID-19. We're going to continue talking about this for the remainder of the program. But right now, let's check in with Jeremy Hunka, a spokesperson with Union Gospel Mission. Jeremy, thanks so much for being here. You bet. Thanks, Jill. Uh, when we think about uh, the spread of this virus, and uh, while on the, the bright side, the majority of people who get this virus will recover, the majority will have only mild symptoms. Uh, for the more vulnerable in our society, this could be very devastating. So what is UGM doing now as the concerns over this continue to rise? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and you really nailed it. Um, we are launching a pandemic plan this week at Union Gospel Mission proactively to protect uh, our homeless community, our our vulnerable homeless community from the pandemic, um, because we know that our guests are usually among the more vulnerable, and they're usually among those hardest hit by um, illnesses or health conditions. Uh, some have... Uh, they really struggling through uh, things like health conditions. Uh, they might have immune systems that are um, not as strong as, as the rest of us who are housed, and so they're often hit hard. We know that the life expectancy for people who are homeless is already much lower than those who are housed and doing well. So this is um, something that we want to be proactive and professional. We want to make sure that we're caring for those who need it most. Uh, is there a concern as well that uh, people who are in the neighborhood of the Union Gospel Mission, uh, people who are on the downtown east side, uh, people are in close contact. Uh, you only need to be in that area to see whether it's people that are living on the street, people that are gathering. There's always large gatherings outside the Carnegie Center. Uh, is there a concern that people are in such close contact that should this virus make make an appearance there, should somebody have it, it's going to spread very quickly? Well, you're right in that uh, right now we don't have any indication that the, that the virus is present in our community or in the downtown east side. However, if things escalate and the situation deteriorates to the point where we're seeing um, the virus be more widespread in Metro Vancouver, um, we're anticipating that it's possible that it would hit and, and potentially jump from person to person if they're in close proximity. So yeah, there is a, a major concern about that, which is why we're, we have our pandemic plan and why we're um, proactively looking to get ahead of things um, so that we can take care of people should things uh, get worse while we're hoping that they don't. I noticed as well there was the idea that perhaps if things do get worse, you are going to change protocols as far as even how meals are delivered, because that would be a rather large group of people in very close proximity in the cafeterias. Well, we're hoping um, that we don't have to do it. Um, we're certainly not doing it right now, uh, but we're preparing to in case. So right now we've done things like striking an emergency management team, um, and we've increased sanitation, preventative education, those types of things. Um, but then down the road, if the situation changes dramatically, we would adjust or in some cases potentially look at suspending some non-essential services. So that could be, that could be anything from some 
social distancing in our drop-in services or, or suspending them, um, or things like in our cafeteria, we, we could look at potentially serving people to go in bag lunches, hot meals and bag lunches, rather than having hundreds of people come into the cafeteria. Now, again, we, we're not doing that now. We don't want to do that. But if we need to do that to protect our community, um, then, then, then that's something we'll look at. Right. And you may have mentioned this, but again, how many school groups or tours do you usually do there that will now not be allowed to be coming into the uh, the actual facility? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, something that, I mean, every, it always varies, but we have several groups coming in every month, uh, big school groups, and just to limit the any risk of um, the virus being brought into into any of our facilities, um, we're going to effective next week. Uh, just limit the sizes of groups that are coming. We're not going to have dozens and dozens of, of, of people, school groups coming in at one time. Um, that's just something that we think is wise. Um, again, top of mind is our guests and our community. I mean, it's it, it's something that we've got to be prepared for. Uh, absolutely. And staff members as well. I know uh, some companies are telling people to work from home. That's obviously not an option for somebody who's on the front lines of service and helping people in the community. What's, uh, what's in place then to help protect staff members also? Yeah, no, you're right. Um, it's really, it really can be tricky. Uh, some organizations have opportunity to have people work remotely. We we are looking at all the options that are on the table. Um, right now, we're saying if anybody is feeling sick or not or feeling unwell, we want them to stay home, and we are creating a system so that uh, if we do have staff that need to need to stay away and we're short-staffed, um, that we can move things around, be, be wise, be careful, and make sure that our essential services are, are taken care of. And are you concerned at all uh, but with the fact that the, this is so becoming, it seems anyway, all-consuming, and that people are looking at this the spread of the virus, uh, there seems to be a new cancellation every few moments, and we're, we're kind of waiting to see what happens next. Uh, donations probably aren't top of mind. People are very much preoccupied by this. So are you concerned that that could lead to a drop in donations to your organization? I mean, that's a really good question. Don't want to be put in the... We don't want to... Um, we don't want to be put in a place where the most vulnerable around us are not being cared for. We, um, if things get to that point and we're not there yet, then we would have to trust that people Metro Vancouver would step up. Um, we will be here. We will be here serving um, the most vulnerable um, throughout whatever comes. We're hoping for the best, preparing uh, in case things get worse, um, and we'll just have to have to trust that Metro Vancouver would step up and help us um, serve people. Because um, if, if they don't do that, I mean, you are all they've got. We are all they've got. We need to be there for each other. And uh, we'll trust that people will be generous if that happens. All right. Uh, we will leave it there. Jeremy, thank you so much for your time. You bet. Thanks, Jill. All right. Jeremy Hunka, a spokesperson for Union Gospel Mission.